0: Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast, your guide for growing lawn care and landscape startups into a thriving business. This show is dedicated to helping you improve your business and achieve financial success. Your host, Paul Jamieson, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Join us as Paul shares his expertise and passion, helping you create a prosperous future. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamieson.
1: Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. We have part three with the Cobra release to talk all about money today. Uh, that is their expertise. And uh, if this is your first time listening to Green Industry Podcast, welcome to the board. Welcome to the board. Welcome aboard. <laughs> I'm all excited here to dive right into it. But we are a show that helps uh, transform your lawn and landscape startup into a thriving business. And uh, one of the ways to get to that thriving business state is to truly understand your numbers and uh, make sure that the financials in the business are running smoothly, that there is profit, there is margin. So uh, we're going to continue our conversation with Megan and Joey Coberly. If you want to catch up with context and you missed the last two episodes, uh, this is, again, part three. So you might want to go back and listen to to the other two episodes uh, to get caught up the speed. But without further ado, we're just going to dive right back into our fun conversation all about the the money side of running a successful lawn and landscape business. Without further ado, here's the Cobra Leaves down in Pensacola. Why is that a sign, Megan? Explain that.
2: It, it Just this concept of what should I buy because it's the, year, the end of the year. And, and it'll save me money like, on
3: taxes. It's just it, not a good way to think about it. How much it.
2: you owe in taxes is a really good sign of how well your business is doing. So if you need the equipment you know, and you've got a good buy, meaning it's good value buy, then of course, you know, purchase the equipment end of year. So you can have that extra deduction. But to me, it's not a matter of running out in order to minimize your deductions. Two reasons to not do that. Number one, you should have been saving all year for tax time. And number two, you're just not going to end up, like I said, perceiving the value correctly and or making a wise purchase. And I actually had several conversations with some of my clients this year end of it being end of year. So not this year, but last year. And, you know, some of those light bulb moments of, you know, hey, I'm getting I get an email back and it says, hey, I decided not to purchase it. I'm just like, thank you. <laughs> you know, like I want to see because they're young. I want to see that cash just stack up. It seems to be the theme of this podcast is having that cash and using it wisely and storing it up most of the time, if that's the case, early on in business, so you can really capitalize, so you can really invest in what you need at a good price with some negotiation power later on. But I just don't, yeah, I just don't like the concept. I just feel like CPAs often push it, maybe. Mm -hmm. Not every CPA, of course, not every tax preparer, but I feel like, you know, they're often saying, well, you you know, why don't you go out and buy something? You're going to have a big tax bill. And it's like,
1: Explain the logic. I've heard people on the flip end of that say you're, you're spending a dollar to save a quarter. Does that align or make sense?
2: No, I mean, I'd be interested to know a little bit further on what that means, but here's what other people don't realize is you get that deduction in 2023, but then in 2024, 2025, 2026, you have nothing to offset that extra income quote unquote, that you're making from those assets if you did need to buy, purchase the asset. So I don't think people see full circle exactly what that is. And it's not that it can't be a strategy. I just don't think it's wisdom. Like, I think it can be a perfect tax strategy to purchase an asset end of year or something. It doesn't even have to be an asset because, you know, as long as it's ordinary um, and necessary for your business, most of the time it's going to be deductible. Of course, take that through your tax preparer, but all things considered... I just don't think it's wisdom for your business. Although, like I said, it can be a good tax strategy. There's there's possible situations where it'd be just fine to purchase what you need end of year.
1: Yeah, I guess the math I was trying to explain with the dollar to quarter is let's say you got a hundred thousand dollars sitting there in the bank. If you have to pay taxes on that hundred thousand, let's say that's twenty-five thousand. So now you send twenty-five thousand to the tax man and you got seventy-five thousand left over. But if you spend all 100000 on the new truck, now it's all gone. You have no leftover. You got the truck, but you got no leftover.
2: Yeah. So in that year, you might like quote unquote save, but it's not true savings because you still bought the truck. I mean, the truck is what provides the value there. The problem is the next year comes and you don't have that huge deduction, oh, but you possibly it. have more income because you bought a second truck and a new crew. I mean, top of mind, I'm trying to think if that quarter dollar analogy works, but. I
1: miss I I book it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not the bookkeeper, yeah. or the tax preparer. I just, I've heard it I'm so many times. I, I've heard people say at the end of the year, I got to buy some, I got to buy something. I, buy something and
3: I don't even think they know why they're saying it. Right. Yeah. That's the that's, mindset that's we're the talking mindset. about. It's, yeah. Like just be wise. What is your business telling you that it needs? Yeah. Save up the cash and buy it. Like you, you think about it for a while, you know, but feed your business what it needs. That's what I'm talking about with allocation of resources it's very important to learn early on the bigger your business gets the more assets you have the more you have to manage and the more you have to allocate your resources correctly yeah. so that's just what we're kind and of i doing.
2: think i see a lot of this thinking come as a result of it being it being the landscaping industry in this in the sense that a landscaping business has a cycle and previously in this podcast we talked about that cycle so when they're hitting that september october november months they've got some cash on hand they know you know January, February is not when their cash is rolling in, and yet it's when we got to pay taxes, or at least when we're starting to think about taxes. And so I think it's easy for lawn care and landscaping businesses to jump on that that advice from the CPA or from the tax preparer to just go out and buy something so that it can be tax deductible, and it, it works right in tandem with I have a lot of cash and I'm worried about winter, and so that sounds like a great idea. What can I buy? And it's not something their business needs. It's not you know, because they don't have much time. They're just purchasing whatever's out there. And so it, it doesn't, doesn't give them time to shop around, find value like we mentioned earlier. So it's just
3: a concept, like you know, said, buy what your business needs. Don't go out you know, and rush and buy yeah. something your business doesn't need. Like I
2: just, I just saw how many times I hear clients say, Hey, I'm looking to just buy something end of year. You know, what do you think? And I'm like, <laughs> there's gotta be more details, you know? Mm-hmm. So it it's, tends to come from the, the tax world though. Not Sheila though. <laughs> One of the things I like about her when I first met her.
1: Yeah. I like, I like Sheila so, a lot. So she's, yeah. She's, my
2: theme there's it's just not wisdom for your business. It can certainly be used as a tax strategy. Yeah. If you're yeah. In there in your business.
1: That's cool. Well, speaking of your business, when I started working with you and and we would do the the monthly meetings, Joey was still out. I don't even know what he was doing out in corporate America somewhere working a job. And I remember you had mentioned one day he wants to join me. And, and, and like it was like this far fetched dream that maybe one day Joey would be on board in a bigger role. Now you guys are busting at the seams, you know, 40 customers. That seems like a lot to to keep up with. Yeah. Uh, so so walk us no, through your evolution of being small business owners and you've scaled quite a bit. How have you navigated all that?
3: I think uh, the, we want to do slow organic growth. I don't think we've ever been rapidly trying to grow because we want to take care of each and every client the best we can. And so if we're just trying to focus on sales and marketing and all that jazz, we're a lot of times missing the mark and we can't provide the best product for our Clients. So we've really just tried to grow slowly so that we can come up with new products and things that will actually uh, genuinely help people because we do care at the end of the day, we actually want to see everybody succeed. And we, we, we try very hard not to get in over our heads, like that's very, very important to us. Um, and we also have, you know, a toddler. So we'd like to make sure his needs are met and focus on family, you know, that sort of thing. So yeah. I mean, we've just tried to, to, to balance it all. And I think we've done a pretty good yeah, job. I um, think my very everybody's goal, still sane, you know,
2: <laughs> my very first goal in business was to get him out of the business. I will say transitioning him from his uh, nine to five into the business was a lot harder than I perceived simply because I had just been doing it so long. Wearing all the hats. I couldn't clone me into him. That really wasn't the role he wanted. And so, You know, one of our goals this year is to get him into the meetings a little bit more and even more so in his realm, which, you know, as he talks, it's very obvious the difference between us. Like ask me any sort of software, payroll, QuickBooks question. I got an answer for you. I can see it in the numbers, but. Joey thinks in patterns. He thinks big picture. I'm a so, very
3: analysis based, and it
2: is very value price or very value based. I think value, in value based, analysis yeah. and
3: patterns and so allocating what, cash. What's working? What's not? How can I make a product better than the ones that are out there? Like for example, the estimating thing. I, I like work putting a lot of brain power on that the because prices. yeah.
2: The- yeah, he's, he's trying to come up with a easier way to price. I just
3: want to I want to simplify, simplify, simplify and make things just gradually better because um, everybody loves simplicity. Yeah. But. So
2: that was our first goal. And then I've always had a, a revenue goal for the for I don't I don't even know where it came from. It was just a get Joey home first goal. And then and so that our child didn't have to be in daycare. That was one of the main drivers. And then the second goal was a certain monthly goal. And that's hopefully what we're catching this year. Uh, we haven't gotten there yet. So, all that to say, one thing we've done in business, like Joey has mentioned, that has really helped us is just keep things simple. We've we've said a lot of no's. You know, thankfully, in in a few ways, we've gotten lucky, like meeting you, um, and and having so many of your listeners, you know, trust you and therefore come to trust us and use our services. So, mm-hmm. one thing we've done is simplify. We we've tried not to get ahead of ourselves. We would we still have the capacity to grow this year. We're planning on. Uh, bringing on some admin for me so that I can, me and Joey can focus solely on meetings and have some of those. That's
3: where our value add is. So. Yeah.
2: We think our differentiator is certainly our meetings for all the reasons we've stated before. And uh, so I agree. If we get some, so we have bookkeepers that are wonderful. I don't do any bookkeeping now. You know, I I manage the files in a sense where I, I'm still like the go between for all the information and just for knowing what's going on. But Um, I would like to really hire some of that out here so that we can focus on the meetings and Joey would like to move to only the analysis meetings. And then I will take, you know, just the other meetings, which are a lot of back office work.
1: That's fantastic. If someone's listening and they're like, man, I got, I want to get in on the action. How, how are you guys back opening up enrollment or can people work with you this year?
2: Please set up a 15-minute with us. I'd love to hear about you and your business and whether or not we're a good solution. I'm sure Paul will link us, but you can go to the landscapingbookkeeper.com and there will be a nice, easy tab for you uh, to to click the button and schedule a 15-minute appointment. So from the 15-minute, we move into a consultation if we both feel like that 15-minute went well. And then from the consultation, I hope to send your proposal.
3: And we do call it the good fit call because we genuinely do only want to work on or work with clients that want to work with us and we want to work with them and that we can actually uh what's the word synergize our businesses yeah. to where they're actually both elevating the level of efficiency. Right. Um So we're just, we're just really big on partnering with the right people so that we can be of maximum value for you. So. Yep.
2: We're open for business. Send them That's
3: good. Did, did you
1: connect with Ma, Ra, 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 Ramon down in Texas yet? He's on, he's on
2: the eighth. He's on the eighth.
1: Okay. Yeah. I did a coaching call with him and his wife and, I was like, you gotta, you gotta hire.
2: Yeah, Megan yeah. Jones. He was there. like, can I get in any earlier? I was like, sure. He's like, I decided to just keep the eighth. I was like, that's fine. I mean, I hadn't opened up my calendar for the new year till the third, so just due to holidays. But yeah, he's there on the eighth. I had a really uh, neat one yesterday. He had reached out to me some time back and asked for our landscaping chart of accounts. He asked for my specific chart of accounts, and I said, sure. Here, you know, I don't have any proprietary on this. I like it, but. Not everyone else does. So, you know, feel free to look at it, think through it. And he ended up with a 15 minute. He's like, I don't want to do this <laughs> all things considered. So that was a really neat one to go through. too.
1: Yeah. And I but think, he's your Oh, that's, that's cool. I think Michael Gerber wrote the book. Well, I don't think, I know he wrote the book um, working on your business, not in your business and in, in the E-myth. And I remember, trying for years to do my bookkeeping. Like I would go into QuickBooks and I would and I was doing it all wrong, but I was I thought I was doing it right. I and mean, I was like mixing and matching everything, but I didn't I didn't know how to read the reports. I didn't know I I was just trying to save, you know, a few hundred bucks a month and do it myself and in, in, in hindsight. Right. I didn't you know the Lord didn't align our past till Jason's event in 2020, which was a blessing mm-hmm. to me, a blessing to you, a blessing to 40 other people that are now in your ecosystem in hindsight if i would have known about you guys earlier it would have made so much more sense like that should be one of the first things you delegate is a quality bookkeeper like live on peanut For butter sure. and jelly yeah. you know so many of these guys baller lifestyles and 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 but they don't have a bookkeeper like like live on a peanut butter and jelly budget like live simple and get a good bookkeeper, a good tax planner, like Mm -hmm. get all these cornerstones in place and then increase your lifestyle later. Are you looking to supercharge your lawn care business? Check out Footbridge Media. They'll optimize your online presence, manage your reviews, and provide personalized marketing consulting all under a fixed price pledge. With no hidden charges and a 90-day money-back guarantee, it's time to take your business to the next level. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com now to discover more about Footbridge Media, your bridge to success. Have you heard the news about the LCR Summit that's happening here in Atlanta, Georgia? Here's my friend Naylor Taliaferro to tell us all about the event. What's going on, guys? Two days only, January 19th and 20th the LCR Summit in Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to have a great time. Day one is all about social media, podcasting, YouTube, creating a digital presence for your business, or if you just want to be a content creator or grow your content creator, presence. Day two is all about business mastery, starting off with Jonathan Potosnik, the lawn care millionaire. He's going to be the keynote speaker. Then we've got Keith kalfas doing his marketing roi workshop john pajak doing his budgets break evens and bottom lines helping you to know your numbers workshop and we've got marvin salcido doing company culture and team building it's going to be a great time two days only this january 19th and 20th you can go to lcrsummit.com for more details i hope to see you guys there if you want to earn more money in your business, it may be as simple as raising your prices. Braden, use our
3: price increase letter. What happened? Well, we've actually been in business for 32 years now. My dad started it, and then he handed the reins over to me. And in 32 years, he'd never increased the prices ever. And I knew that we had to make a change. So we actually got your price increase letter, increased the price by 20%. And um, we were doing around a million gross, Up that to 1.2. And we had eight cancellations through the entire thing. So we raised our prices through that letter about 200. Say that say that one more time. Two hundred thousand dollars that was sitting on the table that we weren't getting access to just through a letter. So it, it helped us out big time. So
1: do you think the price increase letter uh provided
3: a ROI for you? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean beyond is probably the best investment we've made in 32 years. Uh-huh. That is awesome. You can get the price increase letter at the green It's a plug and play
1: template. You just put in your information, insert date here, insert name here, and in the most straightforward, concise way it explains to your customer why you're raising money their price it made him 200 grand each year and then you're gonna raise the price again next year exactly but but anyway I if you guys are on the fence I would definitely reach out to Megan and Joey and get it get in why why you can
2: one more just I guess brag we did have a, a client who dropped us for someone local and ended up coming back to us so I thought that was really neat and I've had a few emails of of clients saying, you know, I thought this was going to be a good move. You're way better. They didn't necessarily rejoin us, but um, I thought that was a, a really cool feature of this past year was a repeat client, someone who dropped and then came back and said, yeah, that was terrible. Cool. Obviously it could just be the experience, but they didn't know who to turn to and <laughs> listen to us. So, yeah,
3: us. Yeah. Yeah. And- at the end of the day, we just, we want to be a part of your team. You're trying to, like you said, you're working on your business, not in your business. You're trying to build a team that best suits your company. Um, I was one quick side note. I was watching, uh, it's called man in the arena with Tom Brady. I don't know if you've heard of that. Uh, anyway, it's just uh, a fabulous uh, insight. What's that?
1: Tom who <laughs> Tom Brady from Michigan.
3: Uh, I'm yeah, being yeah, sarcastic. I, so, I know I who know Tom Brady is. Me. No, I didn't know if you didn't hear what I said. Cause our, our, no, mic was I'm, breaking just, up I'm, I'm an Ohio yeah, state Brady, fan. So Tom I don't, Brady. I don't like
1: Michigan, but, but yeah, go ahead. Tom oh, Brady. Sorry.
3: But anyway, Okay, you don't have to like them, but uh, basically the gist was uh, it gives good insight into how the Patriots culture thinks, which I think football culture and business culture can kind of be the same thing, um, because it's just cool how Bill Belichick thinks, you know, he's a he's an amazing coach. So he, he does everything for the good of the team. And there's this interesting uh, I think it's like in episode two or something like that. Uh, the The Patriots get rid of Lawyer Malloy and they bring in Rodney Harrison, you know, back in their early 2000s. And everybody's like, why'd you get rid of Lawyer Malloy? He's one of the best safeties in the league. Like, why are we bringing on Rodney Harrison? He's basically the same thing. And and, and Bill Belichick's response was, he's just, he, he'll he be better for the team. He's not a better player. He's just better for the team. That's how we think here, you know? So anyway, just starting to think like that in business and working on your business, just think of it as a team rather than, you know, which individual player is my power player and that sort of thing. Like, I I just really liked how they built the culture there. Whether you like it or not, they built the culture that worked for them. You know, you probably bring in somebody that's a really nice guy, goes to the Patriots and hates it. He's just not part of that team. He doesn't fit that mold correctly. But uh, I I just really liked comparing and contrasting the the NFL football culture with with the business. I thought that was really neat.
1: Yeah, I've seen Rodney Harrison a ton because... He lived, uh, when oh, I was awesome. in Sugarloaf Country Club mowing, his uh, his house was in there. And I, well, he wasn't one of my customers. He was a customer across the street. Uh-huh. but um, I'd see him all the time after he he was retired at that point. I think he was like an NBC announcer or something. And then I mm-hmm. worked at Carabas in the evenings. And uh, he'd always come in there and, and, and order Carabas to go. And he was, he was a very, very nice guy. Like you wouldn't have known he was an NFL yeah, he's star. Cool dude. He's just a regular humble guy like the people that he'd come to is no one even i mean i knew who he was but he wouldn't he just yeah blended in like the yeah. average guy got his got what's his, funny uh,
3: is he's like one of the hardest players in the nfl like you and you just see him walking around like you're talking about he's like super nice guy but then he'll just absolutely demolish you and practice on his own teammates like that <laughs> distracts me
1: <laughs> cool was well, there anything we're leaving out here that
3: needs addressed I don't think so. That's, I think it was pretty good. Pretty good episode.
2: Oh yeah. I like that. That's it. We, I think the big thing would be if, if they had heard, we weren't taking clients. They're more than welcome now to schedule 15 minute. And we're looking for new onboards for the year.
1: Cool. And I'll put that link in the show notes. You guys can click on that and, and get on the schedule. And uh, that'd be great. And then hopefully I'll see you all in Alabama. Uh, what do they say? Blitz, Bama, Blitz. I have no uh, idea. Don't know what
2: you're in other parts of the country, it's roll tide. <laughs> Real tide?
1: I'm being sarcastic now. I, I, Michigan, Michigan Michigan beat Alabama in the Rose Bowl. So That's,
3: I got a oh, bunch yeah, of. I, I don't really get the, the college actually, stuff. Actually,
2: we only watch college if we hope Alabama's about to lose.
3: Oh man, you just lost half the audience. Yeah, I there. got I got
1: a lot of Alabama listeners. A lot of Alabama <laughs> listeners. But but they got this guy they yeah, got so,
3: this
2: Hey Joey's from Alabama. I'm
3: from Alabama. Yeah. So I secretly
2: like some
3: Hey, what's what's funny is uh when I when I went to so, I went from a private school in Florida to a high school in Alabama, like in 11th grade or something. Mm-hmm. The first thing they ask you when you show up is, Are you for Alabama or Auburn? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, that's how they define you as a person <laughs> when you walk in the door. You know, it's just Alabama or Auburn. You got to pick a side, you know? So, well, if
2: that's the case. We'll pick Alabama because I have no idea what Auburn is. <laughs> <laughs>
3: wow. Well, yeah. See, I, but I, I do, I do watch uh, college football a little bit, but I'm largely an NFL guy. So,
1: okay. well uh, real quick who's your favorite NFL team
3: Uh, I'm not really a fan so much as I just like watching the strategy of the game growing up I liked uh, Peyton Manning that was kind of my guy and Tom Brady was always beating him down so that one hurt a little bit but uh Anyway, I, I've played a lot of I play a lot of flag football and traveled around and played a good bit. So I, I just like the X's and O's per se. I don't really get my feelings hurt with, with anybody winning or losing. I just like watching the game, man. It just makes me happy even just having it on in the background. You know, on a family get together or something. But anyway, it's it's fun pushing other family members' buttons that that might be pulling for one team or another. But I am kind of indifferent. It's just I want to see a good game. I don't want to see any beat downs.
2: I like and, I like good plays. So yeah, what to
3: watch for. I want to see somebody get mossed or somebody have their ankles broke or something like that. But other than that, you know, I just I just love the game. Cool.
1: Well, thank you guys for your time, and uh, hopefully I'll see you uh, soon in in a a reunion a, a full circle reunion where we met at the at the matthews manor and yeah uh, this year it should be i think the attendance will probably be double it should be packed this year um sold yeah, out awesome. so it's it's going to be
3: wild so awesome. yeah i think you said it was uh capping it at 300 is that what you said
1: yeah it's gonna it's capped at 300 and, and that's kind of including the sponsors the 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 Three hundred people can be in the room, basically, because that room's not that Mm -hmm. big. It's not small, but it's not it's not
3: big.
2: It's a a wedding chapel.
3: It's a good. It's honestly really good for for just to give them a shout out. It's a really good gathering area. You really get to meet everybody and talk to everybody. Like I felt like you could just easily make yourself or make your way around the room and just make good relationships. It's not overly crowded. You know, it's very comfortable. We had a great time just being able to shoot the bull with everybody and, so um and this year we're doing yeah, things
1: a little different improved it is going to be a dinner and a mingle uh on friday night oh, okay. yeah. so um they're, they're, J- they're jason's going to have a live band there, just kind of playing background music and, and mm. we're going to be having dinner and um i think we're having a taco bar so we just eat tacos okay. and just just hang out on friday night in that room mm-hmm. um and then uh reconvene saturday morning for breakfast and and then have the have the event all day so it's i'm really looking forward to it but it's it's sentimental to yeah. me because that was a big game changer for me uh was meeting you guys uh you know kind of on the eve of of um the green industry podcast taking off and and i mean well, i had it but it mm-hmm. it yeah blew up as the kids say after that um and
3: and you yeah guys i remember were you were you were still radio hosting a little bit too yeah when time, i when i met, met you guys
1: met, yeah. i was radio hosting Running my law and business, running this podcast. Yeah. And I if you would have asked me then, I thought I would be um I, I didn't I didn't predict that the podcast would would pop off like it did. And so mm-hmm. uh, we've both
2: come a long way.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 a blessing uh to get to serve this community and 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 you guys are a key anchor um in that. So we
2: definitely yeah. enjoy it. We're glad to be called partner.
1: Yep. Alrighty. Well, I'm going to go get a walk in real quick before it gets dark and, uh, I'm trying to get rid of my belly fat. So
3: Here, um, get that 30
2: minute cardio. in. yeah,
3: that's, that's my goal me and Megan have been doing some me and Megan have been doing some plyometrics. Uh, I've been, I've been cracking the whip on her doing some box jumps and sprints in her backyard. So what's that
2: trampoline? <laughs> thing? We're,
3: we're, you hit the ball on that? the
1: trampoline, that game you play where you, you hit a ball on a small trampoline.
3: No, it's a lot of like oh, fast
2: spike ball.
3: Oh, spike ball! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've been working on our fast twitch though. Like we've been trying to trying to not lose our sprinting ability in our 30s because it's the first thing to go. Yeah. So we got
2: to keep up with Neil. These yeah,
3: days. yeah. We're trying to trying to keep it all together. Well, I'm just gonna right, go Paul, walk well, on the so treadmill for, for 30 minutes. But yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all. <laughs> hey, I saw you on the ropes though. That was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was just for Instagram. I just did that for the video. <laughs> well i hope you guys enjoyed that three-part series with joey and megan coberly if you want to hang out with them and myself and so many of our other friends at the 2024 lawn care life conference there'll be plenty of opportunities to network there uh we have naylor Taliaferro coming into town caleb and brady allman jason roll tide creole myself uh alan hayne uh J- uh jeremiah jennings uh pay jack i feel like i'm leaving people out but um it's going to be an awesome event february 23rd and 24th at the matthews manor in springville alabama uh the matthews manor is jason creel's family's 80 acres um so we're going to have crest commercial there uh ferris um some other brands bringing equipment you guys can test and drive um uh trial it out there on the 80 acres uh we're going to be having a taco bar on friday night and dinner uh, apparently Jason's got a band coming, so we're gonna, <laughs> I don't know what to expect, but, uh, we'll have some, uh, uh, tacos and, and talk shop hang out on Friday night. should be a good time. And then Saturday, uh, we're going to be, uh, uh, having uh, meals for you, breakfast and lunch, um, as well as the powerful talks from Alan Hain, uh, Jason Creel, uh, Jeremy Vest. He'll be speaking, um, Alan Hain. I said him twice. Pardon me. Naylor Tallyferro Caleb Allman. Um, we're going to be doing a financial mastery panel with um, Payjack, Jeremiah Jennings, the Almonds. Uh, I think the Cobra Leaves might be joining that as well. And it's going to be a good time. So um, all kind of experts, insights on how to work on your business, not just in your business. And uh, most importantly, elevate your earnings in, in, in 2024. So it's going to be a great, great time. Uh, this is the fourth year Jason's hosting this event. And uh, I'm really excited. Uh, so the tickets are uh, currently available. But once they sell out, then it's shut down. So uh, don't say I didn't warn you. Um, There is a fire marshal type situation where they can only get 300 people in the building. So uh, once it's sold out, it's sold out. So if you know you're going, then you can hop on and uh, purchase your ticket today. Reserve your spot and then um, get, you know, reserve your hotel. Uh, Hilton Garden Inn is where most people are staying in Trustville, Alabama, Um, But there's also a Hampton in there as well and a quality in. I wouldn't say the quality in, but Jason put it on his website. (laughs) (laughs) He put nearby hotels, cheap option, quality in, Trustville. Two better options, Hilton Garden Inn, Trustville, Hampton Inn, Trustville. Why would you even put the quality in on there, Jason? Anyway, I would say Hilton Garden Inn would be the move there. But uh, there you go. Or, yeah, that's right airbnb or whatnot i i always stay at jeremiah jennings house so (laughs) whenever i go to trustville i've never stayed at a hotel i just i just text jeremiah the night before and say hey bro can i sleep uh he's got a a extra spare bedroom and uh so he's always generous lets me stay there although he's got these two gigantic dogs marley and charles barkley and and those dogs are um they're crazy they're not they're cool i mean they're not like bad bad but they like Lick you and jump on you and want you to pet them and all that stuff. They're humongous dogs. Uh, But somehow they always come upstairs, so... Anyway, that's neither here nor there, but we'd love to have you in Alabama uh, for the Lawn Care Life Conference. Again, February 23rd through 24th, reserve your seat before it is sold out. Hey, it's Paul. Is it time to elevate your lawn care business with Jobber? As a field service management software, Jobber has been a game changer for me since 2019, streamlining everything from quotes to payments and making customer communication a breeze. Tap the link in our show notes and see why over 200,000 home service pros trust jobber to grow their business click the link in today's show notes or visit goodjobber.com forward slash Paul to learn more
0: hey it's marty producer of the green industry podcast this episode is over but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode and thanks for listening
2: ladies at essential health you're not just a patient you're a partner in your healthcare journey We'll get to the heart of your health questions, even the ones you're embarrassed to ask. We'll find solutions to fit your unique needs and lifestyle because here, we're in it together. Feel confident in your care and in yourself. Schedule a women's health appointment with an Essentia health provider today. Click the banner to learn more.